everybody, welcome back to the Grace for a Journey podcast. This is Pastor Terry. So glad that you are with us. If you're new, welcome on in. Glad that you're here. We're in Matthew 26. Let me tell you what's happening. Jesus has just taught in, in Matthews 24 and 25 about the end of the world. He taught about what it's going to look like when the end comes. Of course, he didn't set a date, but he gave us signs of the times, if you will, that we could look at and know if his time is near. So he did that, and now he's turned the corner, and he's getting ready to die on the cross for our sins. So there's a process leading up to that. Just prior to the text today, he instituted the Lord's Supper. He was in the upper room. He gave out the bread and the wine. He instituted the Lord's Supper, communion. Eucharist, whatever you call it in your tradition, right? And and it was there that he let people know, all the apostles, that, hey, one of you are going to betray me tonight. One of you are going to gonna stab me in the back. You're going to walk out on me and betray me. So then they leave the upper room and Jesus gets away, right? He gets away with three of his apostles and that's where we pick up. So let's just walk through this passage and look at some of the unbelievable things that the Lord did for us and the things we can learn from it that really will help us today. So let's do that. Uh, Then Jesus went with them to a place called Gethsemane. And he said to his disciples, now y'all sit here. He didn't say y'all, that was me. (laughs) Sit here while I go over there and pray. Okay, so this place Gethsemane was a garden. It probably had olive trees, different kinds of things. It was a very pretty place. It was quiet. It was serene. It was a place that you would go even today to contemplate, to pray, to reflect, to think, to get your thoughts together. So that's where he is in this beautiful spot. So he says, now sit here while I go over there and pray. So he went a little way. And then he began to pray. So taking Peter with them and the two sons of, of Zebedee, that was James and John, he began to be sorrowful and troubled. Then he said to them, look, my soul is very sorrowful, even to the point of death. Remain here and watch with me. Now, I want you to notice something. Jesus knows without a doubt that the time is coming where he's going to be betrayed. This very night... All the calamity, what we call his passion, will begin. He'll be betrayed. He'll be beaten just not long after this. He'll be scourged. And then just a few days after this, he'll be, he'll be crucified. And he knows that that's coming, but, but he wanted to get somewhere calm before the storm. Somewhere where he could really uh, connect with his father. Now, I know what you're saying. You're saying, well, Terry, he was all God and all man. Why did he need that connection? Well, theologians have really struggled with this over the years. Some say um, there was a war between his humanity and divinity. And he was trying to win that war for the sake of the father and for the good of all mankind. But some theologians, and I sort of lean this way, say he did it as an example to us. Now, it was real because he was all human, but Jesus knew his life was to be lived to redeem humanity of their sins and be an example for us on how we should live. So what point do we see here? We see that that you need to pray a lot before the pressure gets on. When the weight of the world is on your shoulders, you need to pray. If you know you're going into a pressure situation, get some time alone and pray. Go somewhere and pray. Man, shut your office door, get in your car, drive around, whatever you need to do. But if you're going into a pressure situation, that's God creating an opportunity for you to connect with him and then to realize our true dependency is on him all the time. So he says, my soul is very sorrowful even to death. Now remain here and watch uh, and with me. 
Now, going a little further into the garden, he fell on his face and prayed, saying, My father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but you. And this is where people say the struggle come in, right? The struggle comes in with, was he warring within himself? Was he just doing this as an example? Well, I think he was doing it as an example, but here's the other side of it. Um, Jesus wasn't protected from the pain of the cross. He wasn't protected from the pain of the scourging. He was, now, there are theological groups who believe that because who Jesus was and because of his faith, that he didn't feel any pain. We, we simply don't have record of that. The Bible doesn't say that in any way. Jesus bore in his own body our sin and our struggle and took the stripes and the cross for us. He knew the pain was coming. So look what happens. So he says, my father, if it's possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you. And he came back to the disciples and he found them sleeping. And so he said to Peter, so could you not watch with me for just one hour? Now watch and pray so you do not enter into temptation. Now listen to what he says here. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. When the pressure's on, when the world is caving in, when your life seems to be spiraling in a thousand different directions and you need wisdom from above and strength from within, listen, you got to pray. I don't mean God help me. Sometimes that's all you can get out. God will honor that. But if you can, get alone, pray. Jesus gives us the model here to follow. The greater the pressure, the greater the struggle, the more deep and intense the prayer needs to be. So he goes on and he says this. Again, for a second time, he went away. I pray, my father, if this cup cannot pass from me unless I drink it, your will be done. Jesus is showing us here that it's God's will over our will. It is the father's will over anything else. And at the end of the day, that's what we have to pray when we don't know the right answer. And let's be honest with ourselves. Even when we pray for really what we want, sometimes we really don't know what's best. And so he goes on and says, now, and, and, and he says, and then he came to the disciples and found them sleeping again. He said to them, Peter, so you could not watch me in one hour, watch and pray. So you may not enter temptation. Then he says again, says the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak again. For the second time he went away and prayed, Father, if this just cannot pass from me, let me drink it. Your will be done. And again, he came, found them sleeping for their eyes were heavy. So leaving them again, third time, he went away and prayed for a third time saying the same words again. Then he came to the disciples and said to them, sleep, take your rest. See, the hour is at hand and the son of man is betrayed. It's already happened. Into the hands of sinners. Rise, let us be going. My betrayer is at hand. Jesus struggled and suffered for me and you. And even during his greatest time of struggle and passion, he was giving us an example to follow. That's the kind of Lord that we serve. Always, always doing the will of the Father and wanting to equip us to walk better. When the pressure's on, pray hard. When stress comes, pray longer. When the spirit is willing but the flesh is weak, pray even more and you'll find unbelievable grace for your journey. You really will. Let me pray for you. Father, thank you for your word. Jesus, thank you that when you experienced your greatest struggle, the most profound betrayal in all humanity, 
you lived a life perfectly in line with the Father's will to redeem us of our sins. And you left behind example to follow at every turn. We love you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Well, God's blessings on you, and we will talk again next time. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the Grace for Your Journey podcast. I pray that it has been a blessing and an encouragement to you. Pass it around if you think it would help somebody. And we look forward to you dropping by again for another episode of the Grace for Your Journey podcast.